0: A podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice.
1: Dave X Media.
2: Grover dropped his coffee cup, which was decorated with pictures of birds. Suddenly, the birds peeled off the cup and flew away, a flock of tiny doves. My rubber rat squeaked. It scampered off the railing and into the trees. Real fur, real whiskers. Grover collapsed next to his coffee, which steamed against the snow. We gathered around him and tried to wake him up. He groaned, his eyes fluttering. welcome to of the oldest gods where we discuss rick Ryden's role as a godly parent i'm ray from cabin
3: 12 and i'm charlie from cabin 13 and i'm leela from cabin 7 yay thank- welcome leela thank you so much for having me We talked about your god daddy last chapter. We (laughs) did, I know. And I is this this the first time we've seen Apollo in the series? right in this book yeah, yeah. and this in this yeah so that was that was fun it was a it's a fun <laughs> little uh interpretation that i hadn't considered before he's a himbo <laughs>
2: yeah he's just a himbo <laughs> and i love it for him
3: <laughs> i love that he's the god of poetry and he's just so shit at it he's so yeah it's just like kind of <laughs> making fun of people who are into poetry like in general <laughs> you know <laughs> i
2: want him to be into slam poetry next and just, like, it, it'd just be so cringe. <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah, it's like, what do you even have to possibly, like, you know, so, like, weep about, sir? Uh, You're have a God. you guys ever seen that, um, uh, like,
0: parody slam poem where this girl's like, you look at my chest, but that is not all that I am. I have a giant Jeep full, full of bees that I call <laughs> the Beep Grand Cherokeeper and i'm afraid to go in it because of all the bees (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) if you haven't seen that video you should look it up i don't know how though i don't remember what it was called this is ray's plug apparently
2: (laughs) 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 oh my god that sounds so weird it it was wild uh yeah but what did we do in this chapter we went snowboarding with a pig was that was that literal like uh
0: literal enough literal more literal than some of them it was only one scene in the chapter yeah, once again, but it, it's got to be like
3: that. I mean, how large is this? Is her, is Thalia's shield? It's got to be pr- like, pretty huge, big, right? I know that
0: Roman yeah. shields are bigger but i think greek shields were no slouches i don't remember i think that they said it earlier but uh i don't now think I'm we looking got the it up dimensions right
2: now. per se <laughs> but like that wouldn't technically be snowboarding though right because it's i don't know it's that like just more like sweating. snow
3: they're on a board well it's like whatever you call
2: like oh, yeah that's
3: um... true <laughs> That activity that um, Chevy Chase does in um, National Lampoon Christmas Vacation, you know, like with just like a like a dish, like a shallow yeah. bowl.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Just like it, yeah. you're just you're just in a bowl, and the bowl is a shield, and you're just sitting in it going down a hill. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you're in a yeah, bowl. Uh, you're in a bowl with a bull, and the bull, and the bowl is. and the bull is the shield okay
0: (laughs) looks like a greek shield is uh only about two feet 11 inches Hmm. Uh, and so it's like half as wide as a person so you could technically get two people sitting in there i think got it percy did say he got cut up though so (laughs) it's fine apparently not very good not a comfortable ride
2: oh boy uh anyways two person shield.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like when you go up a water slide and they have like this sign that's like in all caps, one person at a time. Yeah,
3: but then like you and your friend are like, let's go together.
2: <laughs> yeah, and your butts and... are so squashed. It's like, why do we do this? Why? Are you, why? Why
3: are we doing this?
2: <laughs> Scooch down.
0: <laughs> okay. It's a fun memory. So. That's why. <laughs> so in this chapter several things do happen including snowboarding or or sledding or whatever you want to call it with a pig uh, a boar if we're being technical with it all um (laughs) the questing party heads to cloudcroft new mexico or that's where like the the big thing takes them to (laughs) and then right. they have to get off <laughs> um it's a little ski town they don't have enough snow for skiing this season which is fucking tragic we have no way to get transportation from this tiny shit ass town which is bad because we have deadlines Zoe and Grover decide that they need coffee understandable Talia gets antsy so she has to go like ask people about stuff you know uh <laughs> also understandable so Percy and Bianca are just like standing there awkwardly and they have a nice little heart to heart and I get a. Emotional over one one person saying something nice about Percy. Oh <laughs> um- yeah. <laughs> and then Percy ruins it by revealing that he totally spied on her earlier this book. Um, he truly
3: and then t- is <laughs> a seaweed brain in many ways. Yep,
0: yep. <laughs> and then shit hits the fan all at once. Uh, Grover starts passing out. A mug turns into birds, and then it turns out that skeletons know how to use cell phones, yeah. which is truly an <laughs> omen of the apocalypse. I think that was well, my
3: fa- personal favorite part. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was like, just, I had to like, reread it into it. <laughs> Like a cat, like looking at birds. I imagine, like yes. Oh my god!
0: Also, they're dressed as cops now. A cab. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Percy gets shot in the back, but it's fine. Uh, magic items are good, so it was only
3: scary for like a second.
0: <laughs> I'm glad that people at least seemed worried about him. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then. A 30-foot-tall wild boar shows up and uh, kills the skeleton, so that's cool. But now we have to deal with a boar. Uh, Percy tries to get Talia over the train bridge, uh, but it turns out that she's scared of heights, which we do have to mock her for just a little bit. Um, so they end up snowboarding on Aegis down the cliff. Uh, we already talked about that. This would be a good action scene in a TV show, perhaps.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I and, can't wait for that. Uh,
0: <laughs> And then they decide, or Grover lets them know that the intention is that they ride the boar, uh, as it is a gift from the great god Pan. So that's sure something. And that's the reveal we end the chapter on. Ta-da.
2: I just drink every time Grover says, the wild! It's a gift! (laughs) You
0: you would die just this chapter. (laughs) Only this chapter, but you would die.
3: (laughs) I think it's like, it's like four or five times. It's a significant amount of times. (laughs) And I knew it had something to do with with Pan, but I didn't know the wild was like a nickname for him.
2: Well, like, he's the god of the wild. That's that's his whole thing. He's the god of what, like... Forests and yeah. animals. It almost feels like like in this series, uh
0: nature is like its own like supernatural force that Pan influences, but isn't necessarily like completely just him. Mm. It's like it, it almost has like some naturalistic spiritualism, which I think cool. is interesting.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know that Greek mythology has any of that going on, but I feel like this series does. Alright, I see
3: that. I feel like
0: Pan and the Wild are like interconnected, but at the same time, it it feels like it's sort of its own thing.
2: You know, I Charlie is giving me a look. Uh, <laughs> my look is just that I'm like I feel like there's so much that I can't say. <laughs> oh, okay,
0: okay. Well, that's great. Good to know that there are many things. I'm just talking out my ass over here. Charlie
3: actually knows things. Yeah, because I remember the rest of the series. <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> that's kind of fun though that you, that you like we've got like an expert and uh like um what's it called <laughs> don't novice? don't get it
0: twisted no? i've i've read this before it was yeah. just like a while ago
3: <laughs> yeah many moons well this came out in 07 i think so yeah god and I, used to I don't even want to say how many years ago
0: every that year was. so yeah uh I hate that it came out in 07 because (laughs) it feels like it came out like, you know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) uh, I feel like my generation of like, born on the cusp of 2000, or not really born, but like, started to become into myself around that time. I feel like I'm like poisoned by my parents' perception. Mm. And that 20 years ago feels like the 80s. When that totally. is not yeah. the
2: situation. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. 20 years ago yeah. was
0: the 80s.
3: <laughs> I first read yeah. these books 13 years ago. Think about that. It's, Think about that. Many moons ago. Yeah, when this, Disgusting. When this uh, series came out, I was already on to, like, the Hunger Games type situation at that point, I feel like. Um, I didn't and read Hunger so, Games till
2: high school. So
3: Yeah. So well, I mean, yeah, I, I think I was a little too I just felt like maybe I was a little too old for the series when it came out. So I kind of missed the boat. So this I've just been kind of I think I tried I think I maybe read the first one many many mm-hmm. moons ago. Um and then I was like needs more kissing or something. So <laughs> <laughs> moved on to other things. Um <laughs> You but know, you know yeah. eventually maybe things will
2: happen but oh right god, now but it's just going to be too young. Cho Chan
3: Harry Potter levels of of <laughs> awkward and you know it the wet kiss Ah, <laughs> oh, such a a oh god a wet snog <laughs> <sighs>
2: uh that has um many meanings as percy and his water powers exist oh (laughs)
3: Um. my god Uh, totally that was a (laughs) a great joke i made do not say that
2: to me (laughs) you (laughs) will welcome anyways
0: Well, I find it really interesting that the first time you tried to read this, you like bounced off of it. And I've heard other people say that that happened to them too, like reading it like as an adult or an older teen of like, it just did not click with them because of like the age of the protagonists or just like, the writing is pretty simplistic, even though I have always found it compelling. You know, a lot of that is nostalgia. As you are a guest on our podcast, I guess I'd like to kind of ask: like, is this the first time that you're reading this portion of this book? Yes, it is. We, yep, we this is read my these first
2: books time. books for us. She, she's here Aww. because I asked. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, I mean I'm I'm interested. I know many people who really love this series. So mm-hmm. obviously other hence the the interest for uh for a podcast. So um <laughs> yeah, so I try to give it another chance. And I will let you know that so far this is my favorite one. So I think this is my favorite one so far. A lot of people
2: have, yeah, that have a comment? Been saying that. This, yeah, yeah, it's like the third one and the fifth one are the ones that I hear people love the most, usually. Uh,
3: okay. Yeah. yeah i'm really enjoying like um a lot of like thalia time her character is really really fun mm-hmm. for me um nice. uh, zoe nightshade is great i like think her name is dumb and i just have to say <laughs> i have to say one thing um I'm, I'm this can't be the first time this has come up so i apologize if i'm bringing back old news but um have you heard the audiobook? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yes
0: we've, this we've is not about- the first time this has come up but please this is continue the, this is the i love hearing about it the,
3: of the good it's the anti-plug Lord. it's so bad good <laughs> It's like okay, it's like remember like the worst parts of every Disney Channel show? Like mm-hmm. just like the worst parts. Like very predictable, it's like the tone of voice that he uses. Yeah. The tone, yeah. he makes the makes the story. Luckily the story holds up so well that like I just was driving so much this week and it was the most convenient way and I just mm-hmm. got over it and was like I can do it. But we got in the car to go somewhere yesterday and it was still on and it was Jason was like, "What the fuck is this?" And cuz he was like Absolutely. You guys, when he does the blackjack voice, I want to I want to die. I wish it's so cringe. He goes like he's like "No problem, birthday." <laughs> no. No. I'm not exaggerating. No. no. That's literally right. what he does. <laughs> and then when what he does our, Grover,
2: <laughs> what is our blackjack voice? What is our what is our oh, thoughts no. on blackjack?
0: A <laughs> uh, uh, blackjack should sound like a New York mobster. She'd be going,
3: "Hey boss, hey. how you doing?" <laughs> oh God, he was uh, like I, that mm. was terrible. But <laughs> no, I like that so much. I feel like that would be so much funnier. He's just like, "No problem, boss." It's like- so awful. My God, like I I
0: re. <laughs> I re-went through the first two books, uh, to hop onto this book in the pot. Um, and so I was switching between the audiobook and reading it, uh, depending on, like, what was- whatever was most convenient at the moment. And my god, the audiobook
3: makes it an actively less charming story. <laughs> it's it, not- It does! We need a re-recording. We I need agree. it now. And, um, then, like, um- uh, he does something with no Zoe Nightshade, too. Like, I think he misunderstands her character. Because oh, no. um, she he, he gives her, like, a very, like, unlikable kind of, like, haughty Hermione Granger attitude. Which is, hmm. I don't know if that's really what they were going for. Like, he's just like, no. Like, that's like how she's like, no, it is thy quest. Like, um, with a really bad British accent. Um. And I feel like I can understand that impulse yeah. to, to give her that
2: sort of voice. Yeah. British, uh, like Hermione. Just, I
0: don't
2: know. <laughs> but, but we just learned last chapter that she's most likely not British. So, like, yeah. that's a weird choice, oh, too. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. They mentioned, like, olive skin. He says something it's, about like a Persian
0: princess... But yeah, from an uh, an American point of view, a mm-hmm. uh, person who talks fancy is British accent, of right? That's true. Yes. That's a Your localization
2: works. thing. True.
0: <laughs> I, I know about that because I watch anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, I can see where that comes from, but it does sound... Mm,
3: it's silly. Not
0: quite right. Yeah. Nope.
3: <laughs> it makes it... I feel like it makes it a bit sillier than, like, than the intention. And she is silly. Mm. Like, it's silly that she yeah, talks old-like. Old, like, that. This is
0: a silly story, but it also, yeah, just listening to the audiobook, it does feel like the story is actively more juvenile.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just, very. and then when he does Grover's voice, he does something kind of like, um, what is he, he, he does, he, he, it sounds like, like, Scowabunga, man, like that type of voice. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> let me find like any line. He's like a circle um, bro. <laughs> yes. He's like, it's near the wild. <laughs> look out God. percy
2: yeah i hate yeah. it i hate it so much i, will I just pay like, money oh my for a new audiobook i will pay Has money charlie the tyson voice last
3: book Ooh. i know so i keep bad. i
2: keep hearing everybody was it about like the bad tyson voice
3: was it like like he was kind of like making fun like a person with disabilities type voice it, i feel like it, it could go it, there it if it was this guy co-
0: I I don't think that that was the intention of the voice. (laughs) That sounds like, given the way that that is like a media
3: trope, it definitely comes off a bit like that. Yeah. Yikes. Don't love it.
2: Not great. Don't love
3: it. I'm just like, I was really worried at first. I was like, please don't be Rick. Please don't be Rick. I was like, I don't, and it's gonna make me not like you if who this is, the, is really who's you. The, the person who does it. I can't remember his name. It's somebody I've some voiceover guy that I've never heard yeah. of before. I I I I have avoided looking him up this whole time because I'm like, damn, we are ragging on this man so I wanna, much. I wanna, I wanna I call know, him I wanna, out.
2: I wanna call As I him say,
3: out. <laughs> hey, if you're listening to this podcast, if you did this voiceover, honestly. You know, I don't have any power, but I will speak for the group and say, we'd love to have you on and just kind of pick your brain about why you made the decisions that you did. Just why? Hit us I up.
0: Would, that would be honestly incredible. <laughs> I would feel so fucking awkward. Yeah,
1: it would, I would be, be. like, would uh, we like, uh, just don't listen
3: to our podcast. <laughs> we need to have somebody, like, kind of mean with us, pr- with you, probably, like, <laughs> like, get Tina on, maybe, or, yeah. uh. Or, like, force Brooke to read it and have her, like... No, that's too mean. Brooke will, Brooke will Brooke make is so mean. <laughs> a grown man cry in two seconds. So.
2: Yeah, I love
0: <laughs> her. But Tina still, could intimidate yes. anybody. That's also like, true.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, um... Oh, to go back to All right, Charlie, the, you ready? I, I had a comment about the Zoe Nightshade name. Yes. I guess <laughs> you're making fun of her name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... It really is so extra, but, like... I've heard other podcasters say, like, um, she is Rick's, um, OC, do not steal. Uh, Like, like she she has to have that extra kind of name. Like, that's her whole thing.
0: But if you are reading these books on your 12, like the desired target audience... I, I think it comes off as like pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I'm
3: down for when it. When you're when you're told you're like
2: Zoe Nightshade. Ooh. Anyways.
3: Uh, <laughs> ooh. You know, that sounds really Greek and and like all of the other names. Oh wait. <laughs> oh no, it sounds Persian. Oh no. Oh wait. It's yeah. nightshade because she, like the plant. <laughs> Why? Yeah, she's a wilderness person. Yeah, totally checks out. Yeah, uh,
0: a lot of characters' names are puns. Yes. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you've noticed, but this yeah. Is, this so is
3: my favorite it, it does, thing It's to talk not like about. it doesn't
2: fit in, at least. I guess you're right. Listen. I think
3: I just needed to talk it out, maybe, to get listen. there.
2: Rover Grover Underwood. What? Uh, Grove uh, Underwood? Under the
3: Wood? Oh, Grove. Okay. Grove, yeah, Grove Under it. the
2: Wood. I also did not notice that. <laughs> Charlie just really likes puns. <laughs> listen, it? listen. I go, I've spent a lot of time on the Percy Jackson wiki. And I look at the etymologies, and people are connecting the dots. Be like, this name is like this, and I'm like, yeah, I love that. I love that shit. Anyway, God, let's let's get to this section. Um, well, in case you mythed it, but um, sh- we o- we only have one myth. It's it's just it's the boar. It's the boar whose name I have to pronounce. Um, oh boy, I- iramantian air right. boar. Yeah. I think that I th- looks
0: that seems good to me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. So, the mythical creature just 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 a wild boar. Just a fucking wild boar. Look like all of these words, <laughs> okay. shaggy, and wild, tameless, boar, vast, okay, okay. Weight, foaming what jaws. What I'm loving. What
0: the fuck? Looking at this wiki is that every single thing that you just said after it has an annotation, which is just, like, the, so um, uh, have you ever seen the Warrior Cats wiki? <laughs> All of the character pages look like that, where, like, after every single, like, descriptor, there's an annotation to,
3: like, which page from which book it's from. That's so weird. It's just, I mean, I guess that just means it's super secure, right? Like, literally every single line has been fact-checked and just, and found. <laughs> right.
2: Perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely better than some of the other pages I've seen, where it's, like, Citation needed and i'm like but but you must explain this please explain this very weird sentence i need it <laughs> yeah so once again um let's let's take a guess uh listeners let's say it with me who is the who's the hero who defeated this boar heracles heracles it's it's Heracles. It's you, Ha. Yeah. It this yeah that one guy. Yeah, I don't know that that guy. He's like the Starbucks of Greek mythology. He's just he's fucking everywhere. <laughs> he's everywhere.
3: Yeah, yeah. So
2: so Charlie
0: pointed out to me because I didn't really get it uh, un- until we were talking about this book, but. Each of these books, Percy follows the story of a Greek hero. So mm-hmm. so this time we're just doing Heracles, but Heracles himself is coming up a lot more than, say, in the last book, which was uh, an Odysseus- tale where we did not really talk about Odysseus. Oh,
2: yeah, true. I mean, Odysseus came up enough in that book. Yeah, yeah. Like, with Grover and the wedding trail, like, undoing that. That's a Penelope thing. Well, no, no, I'm I'm just saying his name
0: didn't come up. I'm saying that the story follows it, but I'm not, I'm saying that, like, this time Heracles himself is tied into, like, the themes, into Percy's, like, personal story and growth. And that's gonna be a whole
2: thing. And the first book was Perseus, of course, because Percy, of course, and I don't think Perseus even came up very much in the first book either. Like maybe except once. for like
0: like uh, we talked about how his name is because uh, Sally wanted him to be named after the only Greek hero with a happy ending.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> it's so good, it's so happy, <laughs> but also sad. Yeah, so let's see. How did how did Heracles defeat this one? Um, um. So he he chases it. He chased the boar with shouts. Uh, um, I'm just imagining this man just like running around and shouting at at the boar. <laughs> I think that's great,
3: like um, Skyrim he- style, or just like straight up shouting. Like, <laughs> do, his, do his shouts do damage?
2: That's a question. I I don't know. Um <laughs>
0: yeah but but I am in imagining some sheepdog energy like
3: this. <laughs> Hey, hey. Well, yeah, I mean, it is a pig, right? Like, pig calling? That's what he's doing. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, what is it? How do you call pigs? It's like a funny sound, right? Sui. Sui. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Just imagine that. That's what Heracles is doing in this moment. Um, And then he he binds it in chains and then just, like, carries it back um, to Eurystheus, who he's doing all these labors for. And and that that's that's pretty much it. Honestly, I mean, like he's a strong dude. It's not that hard. It's just a boar. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem with this one. It's like so simple. Um. Oh wait, there's something about Artemis here. Is it connected to her? Uh. Da, 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 da. The boar might have lived on a mountain that was sacred to Artemis. I like that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's
0: interesting.
2: Yeah, so there's like, there's like a little bit of an Artemis connection there. And this is like the big Artemis book. But honestly, there isn't a whole lot about this boar. I don't even know who its parents are. That's the one weird thing that you're usually like, a, is this the, the child of like those big monster parents? But this one? No fucking yeah, clue.
3: Interesting. <laughs>
2: uh, that's hilarious to me. Like, I don't even
0: know who this boar's parents are. What's the deal?
3: <laughs> well, wasn't Listen, it? Um, There's always listing of those. Was it Ari? What's her name? Ariadne's sister. The or Ariadne's mom. What's her, was Ariadne's mom's name again? Pass. Go, Charlie. That sounds right. Yeah, she gave birth to a fucking boar. No, fucking bull. <laughs> Minotaur. Right. But did, was he? Oh, did he? Ha- he didn't have. Oh, and Ariadne. I feel like he didn't have a lot of human features in the book. That I mean that
2: I read. It's, it's like a half and half hmm. situation. Is it? it oh,
0: yeah. God, which
3: half?
2: Uh,
0: That's always well, the question, isn't it? It isn't really it? depends on which depiction you're yeah. looking at. Usually like, the head if is it's the, the
3: bull head. The boar, yeah.
2: Yeah, but, you know, she had sex with a bull, so it's right. going to be half and half thereabouts. <laughs> Who made that happen again? Who was up to trickery with that one? Um, uh, God, it was like was it Zeus? It was like she Poseidon. Pissed somebody off. No, no, she didn't piss it off. Minos didn't sacrifice oh, the bull to right. Poseidon, and the Poseidon okay. was like, "Hey, Aphrodite," Fuck your wife. I think. <laughs> Um, can you curse this man's wife?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I see. Because I was like, I know Aphrodite's involved, but I, I didn't think it was her like deal.
3: Okay, yeah, that all makes sense. Yeah, it all checks out. And also it's, it's horrible. The so, story is so horrifying. It's so horrifying. Yeah,
2: I mean, I love it personally because Pasiphae is like, hey, hey, Daedalus, can you make me a furry suit so I can go fuck this bull? Because it won't fuck me while I look human. So... <laughs> okay valid point you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> that's, that's why it's my favorite country girls make do <laughs> yeah so anyway pacify is a furry um, moving on
0: <laughs> oh my god But yeah, as far as we can tell, it's just some boar. It's pretty big for some reason.
2: Usually they're (laughs) like, it's a monster that's related to like Typhon and Echidna because they parent all of the monsters. But this one is just like, it's a boar from a place That terrorize people who cares in the context of Percy Jackson
0: I feel like that makes some sense to me that it would just be like a boar because like we're saying that it's a wild thing so it's just like an actual boar that's not even a monster it's just really big <laughs> it's just. I feel like the
3: <laughs> the size alone makes it monstery, though. No, yeah,
0: right. Like, like to a human being, it, okay, it's yes. a monster. But true. But
3: like, to I'm, a demigod, I'm saying, like,
0: no. uh, like. To them, it's clearly a monster too. But like, uh, um, ge- genealogically, <laughs> yes, okay. it's not like related to monsters. It's just like a wild thing. Yes, yeah. and, it, and it's it, like how when you're going on an adventure in D and D, sometimes you just have to fight some wolves. They're not yeah. like monsters, <laughs>
2: but <laughs> sometimes you just do. You just you gotta. Yeah, and it already has connections to like the wild thing. Like it, it on that page, it was mentioning that Artemis was like the goddess of like the wild and things, and that's why it's like oh. We're gonna sprinkle in some pan here because that's that's the whole wild thing here, the wilderness. God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we're in Cloudcroft, New New Mexico now. Uh, Cloudcroft
3: is such a funny name. I'm sure that that's a real town, and I shouldn't say it that. Is. I, okay, I, did I, look I looked it up. it up. Yeah, it has like it says currently 674 inhabitants, so it's a tiny little town. Rick, how Damn. could you do this to this place? <laughs>
0: I wonder if he's ever been to Claudecroft and he was like, hey, this kind of sucks. I'm going to call them out.
2: <laughs> he definitely bought the rat. I think that that's the thing. Rick definitely bought a rat <laughs> yeah.
3: from that it's story. A very. It seems like a very real story. Yeah. He felt bad for the guy. He seemed like he hadn't talked to anybody all day. So he bought a rat to be nice. <laughs> I
0: I love that. I I love how Rick characterizes places. You know, he makes them seem so human and real.
2: Yeah, yeah. So they they just want to get the fuck out of this town because there's nothing here. Uh. Um, there's no skiing, so like it's not like we can have a fun little side quest there. But right. let, let's get let's get the fuck out. Oh, but wait, there's coffee, and Grover, and Zoe need coffee. <laughs> they are the adults on this quest. They need coffee.
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, don't they bring like Percy and Bianca hot chocolates? Yeah,
2: because they're the kids. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> Zoe and Grover are like mom and dad on this quest. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting turn of events.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Also, I think that it's funny that like they split off together. You know, it, it almost feels like they're just like getting along kind of. <laughs>
2: Bros. My my new favorite bro TP, <laughs> Zoe and Grover, when Grover's not being a creep. He's not being a creep right now, so he's he's okay. They're looking around, they they go into the store like we said. I again love that rubber rat. Love it. I used to have a rubber wrap too, so I understand this. Oh, so
3: specific. <laughs> yeah. Was it because of the series?
2: I don't remember why. Like I have no recollection why. I'm just like I definitely had one at some point.
3: Maybe it's a thing. I don't know.
2: <laughs> you know, Halloween is coming up at the time of this recording, at least. Um, so <laughs> maybe maybe y'all will find some rubber rats just at the stores. You never and know. I can set, up,
3: set them up in my yard and freak out all the squirrels. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we support. <laughs> We have like a little decorative spider that the cats like to play with. And so, and it's, you know, like a reasonable and yet very large size for a spider. <laughs> and so I, we keep being like, someday we're going to see this on the ground. <laughs> and we're, uh, uh, Teddy said that their fear. Is that they're going to go to pick it up to throw it for the cat. And then it will turn out to be a real spider.
2: Ah! <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I couldn't have a... that in my house.
3: I, <laughs> I guess that's it. a pretty valid fear.
2: <laughs> it's terrifying. No fear. One fear. <laughs> spider be real.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, so. All right. Bianca yeah. um, says a nice rat. <laughs> i love that icebreaker oh bianca
0: yeah d- talia uh left she she grumped off uh because <laughs> they can't find any transportation and so uh the clerk at the store tells them this and then she's like i'm gonna go ask around and percy's like what also... he said and she's like i know i'm asking anyways and he's like i get it she's i pissed get it bro. At him. go ahead so
2: like like they had a conversation last chapter and she got so pissed at him so i understand <laughs> She's like, nope, I don't want to interact with you right now. Just let me be mad,
3: okay? <laughs> Too many feelings. I don't want to talk about it.
2: Yeah, so
0: um, Bianca's feeling immortal. Uh, yeah, I love this conversation a lot.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, the world is just like I think down. that,
0: you know, what she tells us about being part of the Hunters is really interesting. Um, I think that, you know... Her explaining to Percy how she was feeling about Nico and Percy being able to relate to that is really interesting. Uh, like I said, I am like a little fucked up over her like giving him a compliment and him being, him being like, "No one's done that all
2: book." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, see. Yeah, and I mean, uh, he hasn't even. And and how Percy even gets had so existential see- about uh, like, wow, she's immortal. Me. Like she, she, yeah. she's never gonna change, and like this could happen again a hundred years from now, and I would be long dead, uh, and she'd still be like twelve. <laughs> fucking mm-hmm. wild yeah that is crazy like he's right that's really
0: interesting i don't I, I really like this conversation uh um but yeah specifically the thing that she says to him is that uh she felt okay leaving nico at camp without her uh because she knew that there would be people like him there so he'd be uh... fine
3: and i'm like okay <laughs> he's a good guy he is he needs it's nice for him to hear that like people or someone trusts him you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That he's more than just, you know, like a, a very good swimmer with a seaweed brain. <laughs>
2: Even though he screwed up his rescue mission, she's just like, yeah, like, you, you're still a good guy. You have a good heart. You tried to rescue Aww. us, even though it failed. <laughs> <laughs> even though I knocked you down and captured the flag. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Capture yeah. the flag be that way, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, One yeah. time I got I got dragged under a house once. Oh my god. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. What? I don't really remember the details, but I do remember being under a house. And then after that, it was I cried, but then, like, we all went inside and ate birthday cake, and it was fine being it a child to like is be like that. is wild <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: imagine if you were exactly this imagine doing shit exactly like that except you all had superpowers God. and swords <laughs> and also real weapons absolutely not like you can actually get hurt and
2: die but yeah, you're all the yeah same that shit. actually
3: <laughs> explains a lot of things about these books when you think about it why I mean, are so they many so times, traumatized yeah there's they're very lucky like there's many many times when they could just be like one hair away from mm-hmm. a very sharp weapon or a monster or a cliff or death, so many times, and you're just and they're just like, huh, well, escaped death again, and that's why the life expectancy for demigods is so low. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, unsurprising. It's not uh, so we get a little bit more backstory on Bianca, she's she's like explaining, um. She 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 lived in DC for a little bit and then uh where she went to some hotel for for a few weeks and then came back up to Maine and she never knew her parents she thought they were dead just lawyers right. and money yeah they were just yeah,
0: pushed around by lawyers from some trust fund that apparently their parents left them. But and so it's really vague, but like like Percy says, that kind of makes sense if you're half bloods, uh, demigods. It's like a, a lot of shit can get covered up by the mist, a lot of things can be like really weird and vague because there's no real way to explain them to mortals. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fucking rich kids though. Like they got they got lawyers but- and money. <laughs> But yeah, the important part of this story is that she's
0: been basically raising Nico. <laughs> Super rich kids a with young nothing child. but fake
3: friends. Did you ever hear that song? I don't know that song, oh. but I I, I I loved that. <laughs> Frank Ocean. It's so great. It's called Rich um, Kids. Highly recommend. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: oh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's understandable why she was just like, I, I needed to join the hunters to have my own thing and yeah. not be a big sister, and defined by that and that alone... Just like, and yes. Percy's like,
0: I became an elder brother last year, so <laughs> I feel
3: like I understand some of those things. <laughs> He's like, same. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. We'll give you this one, Percy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever makes you feel like you can relate to someone is fine. <laughs> okay,
0: that that is real ADHD shit, though. Every time that someone tells you a story, you're like... Okay, Me too. I have something vaguely similar that I can tell you, because that's the only way that I think that you'll believe that I am actually empathizing with you. Yeah, Damn.
2: This is this is how ADHD works. Someone tells you something and you're like, oh, oh, well, I experienced something like this. You have to you have to bring up your own experience to continue
0: yeah, the conversation. Every time. I don't. Yeah,
2: it's really weird how how that's just an
0: ADHD thing. I don't know. It's bizarre. But in
3: I don't mean in our friend group like with the at like with with Christina and the gang like we Whenever I or anyone apologizes about that, like, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to get distracted and make your story about me. Um, she's always like, no, you're not allowed to apologize because in our friend group, that is how we bond and it's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, thank you. Thank you for not judging me because it, it is definitely something that I've like become aware of and I'm very mm-hmm. self-conscious of, just like what I'm mm-hmm. doing even now. So,
0: Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> me too, bro. And, but the thing is that because my brain works Works like that yeah. i actually appreciate it when people do that because it gives me the impression that you do have like some understanding yeah because that is
3: my worst fear is like people not getting what i'm trying exactly. to say exactly and I, it happens way too often and i think that's like why we do that is because like we just fear that they're not going to understand what we're talking about or like mm-hmm. they'll think we're being a certain way so perception
2: yep. a- <laughs> yeah yeah some fun, fun ADHD things. <laughs>
3: uh. Speaking of self esteem, um, uh, Bianca's got tons right now because she's living her best life. She is living her best life. I'm so happy for her. She looks great. She's literally glowing. She's (laughs) She's immortal, uh, you know? (laughs) uh, True. I guess that's that's the immortal glow. Um, And not even one second, like, she's like uh, Zoe's nightshade is like um, in the narration voice. Thy must forsake a life of boys forever. Whenever he says boys, he's like boys no more god. boys oh god that sounds so no, fucking cute. no um, boys
2: unless they're cute
3: <laughs> yeah and it, she says it like in a way that I feel like the characters like thinks that's kind of like that's messed up just like Percy like what's? I'm a boy and I'm great what, <laughs> what? Um. But she, but uh, Bianca th- doesn't hesitate for even one second. She's like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yep, yep. Sign me up. And Percy's like, what? Are you sure? But you know what I don't like? I don't, li- there hasn't at least so far been any talk of like um, anyone saying like, you're really young to make this decision or like. Um you'll regret this like don't you want to end up with a husband like anything like I I was sort of expecting some, something um <laughs> that would make children, me irritated like I know but like,
2: like to be fair they're yeah. not thinking about that if it, maybe if there was an adult here besides Chiron they'd be like are you sure about that but we're not <laughs> yeah. interacting with adults
3: they're all you're kids you're right <laughs> it's all kids and they're like fair enough girls are gross and, do you. and you know like all, of course you would just all want to be together that makes sense <laughs> the hunters all just have cooties in their corner <laughs> exactly
2: <laughs> like percy definitely does have issues with that decision
3: but at least they don't seem like misogynists. right issues. that's yeah he's just like i don't understand like i'm a boy and bo- i'm nice boys can be nice friends like why no boys
2: and also yeah. your brother, but like, but like mm-hmm. we, we've 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 we talked about this like so many yeah, times. We talked
0: about that like way too much during right. that chapter. Honestly, I'm like 100 ready decision. to get back into it, which means that we need to stop now. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like, like the decision
2: about... of like why she like like she explains why she chooses the whole like don't want to just be a big sister. Just the fandom mm-hmm. is very divisive about Bianca because most of them are like she's kind of shit because she left her brother, but oh. she she wanted to be her own person we support i respect her.
3: her decision
2: yeah like that's an
0: entirely valid thing for her to want i want her to be happy as her own person yeah
3: yeah
2: um doesn't mean nico's not gonna have trauma about it but like i i support her <laughs> but she's also a kid yeah yeah, yeah. We, we cannot get into this anymore no <laughs> but uh
0: this also kind of like You know, I had been thinking about it, but I don't think we have talked about it. Like, what a weird time this is to become a hunter. Like, Artemis left, and now she's fucking kidnapped. Mm -hmm. And Bianca's just, like, dealing with all of that. Like, she- I don't think she even got to, like, spend one day with Artemis. No, she spent five minutes with her, (laughs) and then Artemis left. And she's like, I'm full of god power, but I don't really know her personally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, I feel bad for her. Yeah, that's gotta be, like, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so then Percy ruins this conversation by being like, oh yeah, I, I heard you guys talking about the general. You were eavesdropping!
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> damn, Percy.
0: Also, I love how people always immediately just call out the hat. Because they know that he has it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, the fucking hat.
3: God damn it, the fucking hat!
2: The fucking like, Yankees
3: uh, cap. <laughs> it's not like what we do in the shadows, uh the the tv show have you guys seen that That days he's I got have the not uh i've seen the film though I and i see seen posts about it on tumblr yeah i you was should. forced to watch a few episodes at christina's
2: house i'm it was sure just on
3: yeah <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous but um there's the there's this like cursed hat made out of like witch, witch flesh or something like that that's like clearly cursed because like why who would do that of and um, uh, th- one of the characters played by uh, Matt Barry who's very funny um, like loves it and he's like it's my favorite hat and it's a bad impression but um, it constantly like causes horrible things all immediately to happen to everyone around him and himself uh, but he's like so fucking stubborn about it and he's just <laughs> like no it's my hat and his wife's like will you get rid of the fucking hat <laughs> um and it it reminds me of just like their immediate response to just being like, God damn that fucking hat. Yeah. <laughs> Curse the fucking hat. But Percy's just like, he's like, he meant well, you know, he's just like having kind of like a Harry Potter and um, Order of the Phoenix moment and just being, you know, like no one will tell me what's going on. I don't know what's going on and the girls won't talk to me. Nobody ever tells Percy what's going on. It really do be like that. He
2: always asks uh, questions though. They yeah. just don't talk okay. to him. <laughs>
0: what's rough is that he straight up just was not thinking about it he was just trying to make conversation yeah like, he's like zoe seems to trust you like it's the like ADHD. paying her back some of the compliment it's, and and then like yeah trying since we're like closer now what were you guys
3: talking about and it's then like, it's like okay um excuse me
1: <laughs> first
3: It's like, like, you're like, this is like the first time you guys have ever talked, like, and he's like, well, I guess now that we're best friends and practically related, wasn't it, isn't it awesome? Like, what were you guys talking about? Can I be in your inside, like, little group now? And she's like, no, you can't sit with us.
2: Oh my god. I, I
0: do find this this conversation interesting also in that it we do not get a lot of Bianca personality yeah. like up to this point. Yeah. And so uh, Percy's like, "Huh, I kind of like her." And as the reader, I'm also like, "Huh, I kind of like her."
3: Me too. And I'm also like, "Huh, I'm scared now. I'm worried."
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should always feel some things.
3: No, I'm I'm just worried about her as a character because all of a sudden we're giving her attention and um it's feeling a little Cedric-y. Wow, I, if I could stop quoting Car- Harry Potter, that would be my dream.
2: <laughs> it's almost like you're on a Harry Potter podcast.
3: No. <laughs> yeah. But it, it is. It is. It's getting. It's feeling sad, y and I'm. I'm scared. Charlie, tell me it's going to be okay. We were just talking about how she's immortal. I'm sure it's fine. Oh yeah, it's
2: fine. everything. Oh yeah, she's fine. immortal.
3: Wait, but did they say uh, like unless? Wasn't there then? Yeah, unless they, they can They're, fall in battle, they just don't age. Yeah. Okay, like so, elves, like like in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like, yeah. it's exactly like that. So
2: okay, so imagine she has like the elf sight now. Yeah. Um, and like and like <laughs> okay. they don't sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't think any of that is canon <laughs> no, no it's definitely canon now no hunters of Artemis are just elves from Lord of the Rings <laughs> yes okay sounds good to me what do your elf eyes see Bianca <laughs> Okay, we we gotta keep we gotta keep going, boys. We've been here. So, um, the next important thing is that Percy gets a blueberry muffin to continue with the the blue food. Uh, did anyone else notice this? enjoys his muffin. I'm happy for him. I
3: did not catch that, but I mean, how creative? Because there are only so many blue foods. So indeed, you got to get some blue Uh, food in there. But
0: I, it's nice that like it. It seems like Grover would have gotten him that muffin on purpose. Like I don't yeah. know how else that would have happened specifically. And it's it's definitely Grover. Nice.
3: They're besties. Yes, they are. He they get each other. It's very sweet. But I I mean, so was there anything wrong with the muffin? I mean, I was a little concerned about that coffee shop. Like after the cup came alive. Um,
2: <laughs> well, I it think seems like the muffin's good. Okay, I think the cup has to do with um what happens next. There's okay. a gust yep. of springtime in the middle of winter as Grover is trying to do another uh, nature spell with his acorns. And then he just... D- is this when he just, like, passes out, kind of, and starts groaning? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the,
0: the the coffee cup, the birds pictured on it... Uh, peel off and fly away and the rubber rat comes to life and scampers off
2: Hmm. and
0: i think maybe and and then grover collapses that is the word used
2: yeah i think maybe that's a sign of what happens later in this chapter could be like sign of the the wilds i don't know we we we
0: get it charlie it's the wild it's the wild we're feeling it It's the God Pan. (laughs) The great God Pan is not dead, I guess, maybe. Hopefully.
2: (laughs) Wait, wait. I'm just imagining, like, you know the the movie God's Not
3: Dead, but it's like, the great God God Pan's Not Dead. (laughs) God. (laughs) Holding up, like, a sign. Yeah,
2: I just, I I needed an edit of this now.
3: Fan art of just Grover holding up that (laughs) (laughs)
2: sign.
3: God is not dead.
2: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I was forced to watch that movie in my high school, Catholic school. I'm
3: so sorry. That's a, li- a bit evangelical for the Catholics, no? Yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought y'all were cooler than that, no? uh, It was had a cool are never stock. Cool. I'm sorry, Charlie, but... Uh, I think That'd my perspective... Cool. I'm coming from the perspective of, like, a really uh, uh, evangelical, um, like, flannel church people. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything is cooler than that, so
2: don't make the flannel evil how dare
3: it's not it's i know how dare they exactly how dare
2: <laughs> flannel is for the bisexuals
3: yeah nope also for uh people in the praise band
2: <laughs> hate that no yeah wow sounds
0: kind of incredible tbh <laughs> um oh my
3: see my church was just boring as shit growing up Yeah, it seems really cool, like, until – everybody there is, like, um, how do I describe it? Okay, have you ever been inside a Bath and Body Works? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay, and you know how, like, everyone gives you so much attention in a customer service, but, like, you kind of wish they would back off, like, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. You're like, why are you this happy? That's not – and that's yeah. how everybody is there. And this cl- kind of culty. And then you find out that, like, they low key don't support any type of LGBTQ, nothing. So I just feel like they're a bunch of fakers. Uh oh. Hot take. <laughs> is it,
2: <laughs> is you, it that hot? Is it that hot?
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. I started, to, I started Mormon bashing on, um, the last episode I was on of, of restricted section and Tina was like, but we are accepting of all faiths here. And I was just like, except Mormons. <laughs> it's
0: fine. Um, I'm accepting of all people. Yes. But uh, the Mormon faith is a cult. I'm sorry. Yes. Guys. There are a few faiths
2: <laughs> that are a bit cultish. Um, uh, Many, many. Yeah. And, you know, in fact, uh, yeah. exerting
0: think. that level of, control over your congregation is fucked up. Right. (laughs) Religion is a
2: cult?
3: Um, there is a, by by definition. (laughs) There's a Mormon temple that was just bought, bought, was just built in near where my parents live in Glen Allen, Virginia, near Richmond. And it is, in the middle of a suburb, it is tacky. It is a giant, like, with columns, Greek-style columns oh my God. across oh my God. the facade, as if it's ancient Petra, but it's, like, they- uh, stark white. And on the top, there's a very, very, very tall pointy steeple. And on the top of the steeple, like a some kind of gaudy Christmas tree, there is a huge like i want to say 10 foot angel it's like not gabriel it's like a b-side angel that's really important to mormonism with a horn and then like a golden ball at the end of the horn and and it's just sitting there in the middle of like a quiet suburban neighborhood and likely moroni uh moro yes i think it's moroni you're right you're right you're right (laughs) you're right yeah yeah that guy it is i was oh boy i was like is that joe's my good my good main man joey Joe's, no, Joe no.
0: Moroni talks to Joey, or, right. or maybe a guy before Joey. I can't Brigham? remember.
3: Brigham. Brigham Young is
2: the guy after Joe. I think you're I, right.
3: Hmm. What is happening here? Um, <laughs> sorry, this is now I, a um, Mormon research. In high
0: school, I went to Mormon church a few times because I my very bestest friend was like deep in the paint. Yeah, Uh, which is part of the reason that I became entirely a religious. But I don't have time to get into that. Definitely. Uh, And also, I really like the musical The Book of Mormon. So (laughs) it's true. So I'm in some places. Uh, Okay, (laughs) this was such a my my final my final word on (laughs) on on religions and cults is that you can have a religion and a spiritual. And beliefs without controlling people's lives and finances. <laughs> that is that,
1: that
2: that is the important part of this. Um, thank you and good <laughs> <Indeed>. night. Um, <laughs> so so moving, uh, moving to the a talking about Percy um, Jackson, I think pan. that's technically uh. religious. So <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the A cab uh, because these the 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 what what are they called? The skeletal warriors are are coming out after them now, and they're in the police uniforms. Uh, Fuck that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Percy's like, wow, I I used to want to shoot a gun. And then I saw these guys coming at me with guns. You know? (laughs) Like, that is yeah. actually kind of a relatable statement. <laughs> <laughs> As a child, you're like, huh, action movies are cool. And then it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, oh, that's scary. No, no, I don't want that, fam. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one
0: line. But if you when you actually think about the trauma of a child having a gun pointed at them, it's like.
2: <laughs> no, fam. No, not for me. Pre-fucked up. Don't think. Don't, don't last, like it.
3: Last night at dinner, my, my dad said, um. Something like, um, he was like, "Uh, yeah, there was some sale at Greentop, but they wouldn't let me in and something. And then my mom's like, why were you at Greentop? And he was like, oh, uh, well, I was hoping to pick up some more uh, ammo. And I was like, I just couldn't help it. It came out loud. I just said, I was like, ew.
0: Oh my God. And he just looked at me and he was
3: like, Ew. And I was like, I'm yes. sorry. It was an inside thought. It was an inside thought. It was an inside thought. I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I hate that you hunt. I hate it so much. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> um. So, yeah. A cab. Uh, A cab. <laughs>
2: just just no guns let's let's not do guns here let's Le-
3: not swords yeah.
2: only we could <laughs>
3: yeah. there are so swords many things bows. that
0: we could be getting into right now that i just like straight up we do not have time We don't. and also it would bring me the fuck down like uh, we've already uh, talked right. about but religious yeah,
2: cults it, let's let's not <laughs> keep <laughs> going with that
0: <laughs> yeah let's let me just say real real fast uh that like the police pointing
3: guns at children is almost too fucking real at this point mm, yeah uh you're right I think maybe this scene would have been written differently if it had come out today, mm-hmm. for sure. Yep,
0: I I definitely agree with that statement.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so so Grover is still kind of just like moaning and stuff because you know the wilds, the wilds, wild. um, something is happening with um. that. And the skeletons... It's
0: interesting to me that uh, Thalia gets kind of nerfed this chapter. Uh, Her shield has come in clutch so many times, and uh, the skeletons just do not give a fuck, and the boar later, uh, it just makes it (laughs) angy.
2: Well, you know what? It can't always help. Sometimes there have to be, like, um, weaknesses. To every weapon you know mm-hmm. and like oh of course of course these warriors yeah. are too Some, focused on what they want
0: <laughs> to go back to our to our D terms uh <laughs> <laughs> these uh these skeletons are immune to fright and the boar <gasps> passed the intimidation check i
2: i like that good shit good shit uh, <laughs> so so Grover says there's a gift from the wild that's here um but but you know it's gonna it's not gonna be the skeletons uh and yeah
0: I didn't remember this so I kept being like I I, like the anticipation is growing because I'm like what's it gonna be what's it gonna be what's happening
2: oh no uh so they're they're just fighting uh they're fighting again they're fighting more Uh, oh, oh, the, the coat, the coat being bulletproof, like, Mm -hmm. fucking love that. Like, Percy, you didn't realize that it was going to be bulletproof
3: from what happened when you (laughs) fought the lion? When you tried to, well, he Mm. didn't shoot it with bullets, Charlie, to be fair.
2: But they, but they shot at it with a lot of different things. Like, he shot at it with, with, shot at it with his sword. That's not, that's not the term there. (laughs) (laughs) He did a stab stab. He tried to stab it and it just, like, flung off of it, so...
0: Okay, so that was the episode that we talked about DD a lot. So now I'm I'm back in it. Uh because <laughs> because the lion the lion pelt is clearly immune to piercing and uh slashing damage. Uh but we decided it's not immune to bludgeoning damage, which you can technically say a bullet is, because uh part of the like the actual piercing is not even necessarily what injures you with a bullet. Like the bruising from being hit by something that fucking fast can still like fuck you up. So <laughs> I think it's a combination of
2: both, but I don't know. I don't yeah, know yeah. how that works. Oh,
0: definitely. But and so like that's how bulletproof stuff works. It like uh, stops it from getting in you, but it
2: also like spreads out the impact. And so the coat must be doing something similar. <laughs> so <laughs> so basically, Percy can still be knocked down as as happens, yes, but yes, he's not that- like. That's dead. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yay.
0: So, uh, yes, Talia screams Percy's name when he gets fucking shot. And and Yay! I was like, oh, she cares. Yeah, she <laughs> does care. She cares.
2: Yeah. And then what happens? Bianca kills one of the skeletons just just out of nowhere. Good. She whips out her knife and she stabs it and it's dead. But...
0: Right, because they weren't having any effect with the arrows before. They're just, like, going straight through because they know it's a skeleton. Yeah. And so we're wondering, like, what's going on with that? That, like, her her knife in particular worked for some reason on, on these she, guys who are... Did she hit are... it in
2: the right place,
0: or...? Right, right. Uh, <laughs> to use d d terms, once again, they are, in fact, immune to to non-magical, uh, damage. Uh, <laughs> mm, mm. There are some enemies who you can't hit with non-magical weapons, that kind of thing. Or m- maybe uh, she anyways. found it's
2: Achilles' heel. We don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah, she could have huh? hit it in oh, a true. special spot. Like, that's what she says is lucky stab.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: uh and i can't say anything so <laughs> yeah yeah i'm i'm just trying to like talk around it entirely so w- let's just move on
2: yeah so okay.
0: we've probably already said too much <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's fine the boar um appears and d- d- does it just kill the skeletons uh i or does it, it just
0: rakes like- them aside with its tusks and then they never show up again so i was assuming cuz they come crumb- you know?
3: They're they're like yeah broken up and oh yeah they're smashed so I guess those pieces can't be put back together
0: smashed so they are not immune to bludgeoning either that's good to know it's also a magic boar so (laughs) oh that's true so could could just be a magical type attack but but it seems more like what's being implied is that yeah you cannot uh stab them but if you if you hit it real hard with a club such as the one that hercules would hold (laughs) uh, you could probably crush
2: it yeah yeah so uh this is this is the blessing we feel very blessed by this but it wants to kill Mm -hmm. us so so we gotta get the fuck away. Yeah,
0: Grover's like, what's your guys' problem? It's wild. What did you expect?
2: <laughs> wild things. They just want to kill you. It's fine. Apparently, yeah. And of course, Percy's like, huh, I think this is a Hercules thing. Don't know how he subdued it, but like... We'll we'll see. Uh. We read how Hercules (laughs) subdued it. It wasn't actually that helpful. I don't know. (laughs) He just, like, picked it up basically. Like, he he picked, called... Yeah, he put some chains on it and Percy's like, damn, I don't have any chains. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Plan B. Yeah. And then we said that Aegis kind of just makes it angrier, I guess. It's like, nope, mm-hmm. I'm wild. That ain't gonna scare me. <laughs> uh, and they're they're sliding. They they, they hop on the, oh. the thing and they slide.
0: Um, um, <laughs> Percy says, I think I remember it uh, plowing down several cities. I hope Cloudcroft is insured against giant wild boar attacks. <laughs> I love that line.
3: Just like making a little, little, little joke in his head yeah. while he's running away. Oh. That's what all
0: Rick Riordan pra- protagonists have to do. It's very important.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh wait. First they first they come to the the spot where we we find out Dahlia's one fear. One fear. God, I can't speak. Um. What? What's her one fear? It's heights. Uh. So so she's like, Hmm. Nope. I can't. I can't go over this this thing. But they gotta... Yeah, well, she's even, like,
0: slowing down, kind of trying to pull back, and Percy's just, like, plowing on with her with him.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Percy, no fear. Thalia, one fear. (laughs) (laughs) It's the meme. I just keep saying the meme. (laughs) Yeah, so...
0: So yeah, he tries to get her off onto the bridge and at that point she just like stops cold. Like she, she screams. She cannot do it. I can't. I can't do it. And so he just like pushes her down the hill. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How do y'all feel about heights? Are we, Um, are we good? I can deal, but I'm fairly uncomfortable with them. Like, uh, like rock climbing it, I I can really get my heart moving and not just from the exercise, <laughs> but but like you know that doesn't like stop me from like climbing up stuff, uh, getting on an observation tower
3: or whatever. But like I'm I definitely have like some of that. I'm okay, heights don't really scare me too much, but I mean, yes, if it was a decision of, like, I now need to just willingly leap off this cliff, then...
2: Yeah. Oh Yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> I would
3: definitely freeze, I would put the brakes on. I'm, like, I'm okay. <laughs> but could you cross, like, a big bridge, like,
0: purposefully? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I could do it. Is it, like, a stable bridge, like, or is it, like, a rickety one, like, and Shrek?
0: Like, like this one's like uh, uh, trains go across it. Okay, yes. But apparently boar can't, so I guess I don't understand that.
3: (laughs) You can't
2: cross running water. Like like vampires,
3: <laughs> yeah I'll, yeah. I'll cross that bridge. I'll cross that bridge <laughs> when we get to it. Yeah, I'll cross that bridge when we get. to and it.
2: I'm
0: confused <laughs> because I just realized that it's supposed to be a it's a it's a train bridge, right? Am I?
2: It says trell
3: it says a weird word. It says trellis. I, or I something? was
2: confused on these words and like
0: where, where they are. To? I I was pretty sure that they were following the tracks, so I was assuming that this that it was a continuation of the tracks.
2: Yeah, and that it's a covered tunnel, and then there's a bridge. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm assuming that this is a I don't know.
0: Well there's the the bridge goes into the tunnel. I'm assuming that it's tracks that just continue like right through the tunnel in the mountain and so like mm-hmm. the drop outside just means that it's like on a cliff type area but like the bridge goes out over this stuff yeah that's how i was understanding and visualizing it because they were following the rails mm-hmm. but i don't actually know i because i because they do use like a specific word and i don't actually i didn't know that word either and i can't find it i can't so. find
3: it now did we make it up I'm. I'm also bridge. positive that some kind of word was used, and was I was like, I want to say tre- not know it, and so trellis? I know trellis, <laughs> but it wasn't trellis. It was something like that. I feel like it's definitely yeah. not trellis for trestle sure.
2: Bridge. Trestle
3: bridge, trestle bridge, trestle bridge. Oh, let's Google that. What's a trestle bridge? An <laughs> ancient Greek mythology. I'm just kidding. I. Mm-hmm. Trestle
0: bridge. Is it Trestle? Yeah. Does it have a? It's got in a there? silent
3: okay. T, perhaps.
0: Yes. So I. It looks like I was correct. I think that that
3: is just like a. So it's like a, just a train track bridge, kind of. Yeah.
0: Well, no. I. Uh, the wiki is saying that it's like the type of frame that it's built on, like the type of tripod support. Oh. Um. But I feel like in popular media, you usually see that style of bridge used for tracks. Mm. Yeah, but I might be making that up.
2: I I think I know what what it is. I I think we're good. <laughs> we More so bridge much time talk about this bridge.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we're almost we have there. sure had some tangents on this episode.
2: Sorry. So the fun thing about this is that Dahlia, it's not you this is just how we we act yeah (laughs) dahlia is is the daughter of the lord of the sky and she's afraid of heights isn't that funny (coughs) isn't it ironic
0: (laughs) um knowing knowing fictional characters clearly there is some like horrific backstory there that i don't remember so i'm excited to get into that yeah something terrible
2: I don't recall there <coughs> being one. I could really? be wrong.
0: Yeah. and I think See, she just is. Because I don't recall it either. But that just feels like what you always do, especially yeah. because she's, like, a, the daughter of Zeus. So you're like, oh, clearly there's some trauma that has made her, like, uh, afraid of her own domain. The
2: tragedy. But... You know what? But maybe there, there Rick didn't be... go for that
0: trope, so who knows?
2: You know what? You know what I would do there? I would, um... Uh make like there's like a short backstory about how Hera did something to Thalia specifically to make her afraid of heights because like you know Uh, you know she hates children of Zeus because yeah yeah of all his his little escapades sexcapades if you will Uh, god (laughs) yeah so this is we must use this blessing from the wild finally can we get on this fucking pig and ride west (laughs) like pig cowboys (laughs) <laughs> like a pig
0: cowboys it's so funny to me that grover like knows that's what the pig is for and like i guess it's convenient it does solve an issue we were having so good uh yeah they were able to do this because grover makes a magic apple that the pig because obviously it's not a tame pig you can't just like ride it like a horse you've yeah. got to have like a-, a stick for it to follow <laughs> carrot on a stick you know like they do in the the
2: cartoons yeah (laughs) yeah but it's actually a
0: floating magic apple
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just imagining like i mean this is this is a big pig but there's still like five of them on board there so, so how I'm imagining this going? Like Grover's obviously in the front, but I'm also imagining Percy being the one who's who's has to be on the back, who is just like <laughs> bouncing the most, and is just like this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> and he's almost falling off the oh, entire yeah. time. This is not going to be a pleasant ride. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> That's yeah. just I. I don't remember if that's how it goes, but that's how I imagine it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Percy has already ridden a Pegasus for hours recently. Like, he's
2: gotta be, like, hurting already. Oh, yeah. Surely. And he definitely rides it bareback, because... What are for saddles? Sure. They don't, in a <laughs> yeah, belt. they don't have
0: a giant, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a giant boar saddle. The, we don't have an Oppa size saddle
2: uh, around. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god! Wait, wait! Did they did they ride a pig in Avatar? Now I'm thinking. I, I feel, feel like, like
3: I there was a wild pig for sure in Avatar. I think <sighs> there was definitely a wild pig at one. I'm point. trying
2: to remember
0: because I feel like. There was, like, some other guys who were riding, like, large pigs, but not, like, that big. I think you're thinking the rhinos. Yeah, I think
2: I am. I think I am.
0: The rough rhinos.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, like, (laughs) they were definitely some, a bunch of different animals that they rode in that. And I'm like, that's, that's what this gang is doing. Oh, yeah. They they have their Appa, but it's like a wild Appa. <laughs> <laughs>
3: which is which is terrifying. Yeah, that, that is a scary thought. What if Appa turned yeah. I've never once crossed my mind when I watched Avatar. Like, what if Appa turned on them? I was like, it's not that can't happen. No, he's too chill. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. Appa's yeah. a good
2: boy. Appa is yeah. the dad friend of the group. He he is their dad. <laughs> he's just too chill. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we've
0: reached the end of the chapter and Zoe explains to Percy because Grover's still like acting like vaguely weird. And so she's she tells him that she recognizes the presence of Pan because she's old enough. That she's been around since before a god died.
2: Yeah. You, you think she knows him personally? She should help um, uh, Grover search for Pan. I think, like, they're besties now, right? They got coffee together that one yeah, time. Totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. She
0: totally has no issues with going out and doing that and not hanging out with Artemis and her girls.
2: Yep. <laughs> totally. You know, if Grover wasn't Anyways. a creep around the Hunters of Artemis, I'd be like, he should get um them to help him. <laughs> Search for Pan, because Pan's a wild animal. We cannot trust this boy around them. Pan is a wild animal, right? Yeah, they'd be great at it.
0: I'm sure. But <laughs> but Grover, I don't also, trust him. Also, if, if they cared about that sort of thing, you'd feel like they would have done it already. Yeah, or they like, would. But, and maybe they have. Like, maybe, like, when they're not, like, busy with, like, some other shit, Artemis is like, all right, let's, like, check around and see if Pan's anywhere. No,
2: the problem <laughs> is that Artemis is like, well, now I'm the only god of the wild, so I don't I don't need him stealing Does, this title. Do you
0: think <laughs> Artemis would
2: do
3: that? I mean, I'm, maybe.
2: I'm, <laughs> but I'm, I have no idea. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways we did it. That we was did the it. chapter. We got Yay. through the fucking chapter. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Any any other thoughts, feelings? Um we're we're on a I bar. liked it. <clears throat>
0: Good,
2: good. I'm glad that you're having a good time with it. I am. Like, um, I feel like some
0: of uh, Rick's other books, like, do skew more for an older audience. Like, I almost forget, like, how, like, YA these books are. Yeah. (laughs) Just because I'm so used to them. Sure, And so, like, I can definitely understand that, like, for a lot of people, they're not gonna click as easily.
3: But if you're having a good time, then I'm glad to hear. Yeah, I definitely will be reading from the book the rest of the time and not listening to the audiobook. Um I had to do it in a Probably pinch. Probably a good choice. Um, <laughs> I did it in a pinch. I mean, I can read uh, faster than the, that doofus talks to me anyway. But, you know, I had so much driving this week and so much little free time that I was like, Audio, or if Percy, you It's you and me, Percy.
2: <laughs> this is the so one audiobook I'm... we don't recommend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it is the same guy throughout each of the bu- each of the audiobooks.
0: For the first three, at least. Yeah. Yes. So I'm assuming he did the whole Percy series. I mean, yeah. that means like um, people
3: really liked it and he kept coming back for more. I, I don't know. I really
0: would enjoy... Uh, If we got a a revamped version sometime soon. Like, you know, there's there's like four audiobooks for Lord of the Rings. Like, can't we get...
2: Like, something nice for Percy Jackson, please. We've got new covers a few times for
3: these books. Come on. Let's get some new, like, other stuff. It's time. It's time. And you know someone would do it. A fan would probably do it for free and probably has. So, (laughs)
1: Mm
2: -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. yeah.
3: And with the series coming out, come on. Redo the audiobooks.
2: This is a call (laughs) to action. Please. Please Redo the audiobooks, please. (laughs) Rick, if you're listening, please have someone redo the audiobooks. (laughs)
0: I would like to listen to them so badly. And yet,
3: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty cringe. Like, it's something I really had to get used to. And I think not everybody mm-hmm. could get used to. Like, Jason, like, begged me to change it after a couple <laughs> minutes. Um, so I,
0: yeah, yeah, I do get used to it. But at the same time, it's like, it makes the story actively less charming. Yes, it does. At least that was my experience, like, just <laughs> switching back and forth between them. Yeah. I was like, oh, I really like this yes. when I started reading it again. Yeah, I was
3: like, oh, yeah, great. But now his stupid voices are stuck in my head. Oh, no. No. Uh, especially when I read Zoe, it's like, come with me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> every time she says boy i'm gonna hear that
2: and like Bye. i i don't mind <laughs> oh, totally <God>. i'm erasing <laughs> it for my memory currently
3: <laughs> i think that's funny i think that is just funny kind of <laughs> it is funny it's uh, it's a wee bit distracting but it is funny <laughs> well now that we've talked about our anti-plugs leela <laughs> do you have a like
2: any media that you've been consuming lately that you know, you would. Pull yeah,
3: I do. I was thinking about this, so I um have been watching. Um, Jason and I have been watching um, Auntie Donna's Big House of Fun on Netflix. Um, have you guys heard? Um, Auntie Donna is like a. It's I like I have to say it with that accent. Auntie Donna. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're an Australian um like comedy trio. Um, and I think they've been doing stuff like on YouTube for years. Their YouTube is very hilarious. Um, and then I'm sure they been doing stand-up together and separately for a long time um it's just three australian dudes that live in a house together it is absurd it is ridiculous um <laughs> and they do a lot of different like crazy characters they d- it's like sketch comedy so if you don't like mm-hmm. that sketch it's like probably over soon and the next one you might like um yeah it is i mean like it takes a lot to make me like really laugh hard at media um and they are the t- they are surprising like they surpri- they will surprise you and m- at least for me and Jason like made us like cry laughing so Highly recommend Auntie Donna's Big House of Fun on Netflix. Excellent,
0: I am writing that down because that sounds like something I would enjoy. Yes,
3: very and they, interesting. If, and if you don't have Netflix, their um, YouTube channel is hilarious and has a lot of similar vibe of content. So
0: excellent, I will check that out. Thank you. Oh, of and course. where can
2: the people find you, Leela? On oh, yes.
3: Um, you can find me at, uh, on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at leelsforreels. Um, yeah. Nice. And (laughs) on the restricted section sometimes. Oh, and, um, and um (laughs) on... Um, uh, Yeah, I guess we didn't really introduce you (laughs) as a podcaster. It's okay. People maybe know. You you mentioned it a few
2: times. um, No, that's true.
3: Yes. (laughs) If it hasn't been extremely obvious, I am a regular host on the Restricted Section, which is a pro-trans Harry Potter podcast that um, has new episodes every Wednesday. Um, I'm not on every episode, but I'm on many of them. So if you liked my dulcet tones... And if you like that expression being used (laughs) ceaselessly, then uh, definitely give us a listen.
2: <laughs> I think that's the only way that Christina describes people's voices is like dulcet tones.
3: <laughs> I think it's a, it's like a safe c- compliment, you know, like, I like it. I like people to think of, but I just know that my, that's not an accurate description of my voice. My tones are not dulcet. I'd say Brooks. I don't even know what dulcet fucking means. I guess, I think I always thought of it as like kind of smooth and yeah, uh, yeah, almost definitely. like soothing. Like, I think Brooke has some dulcet tones. Yeah yeah sweet Uh, and
2: soothing um often
0: used ironically i would describe your tones as dulcet oh i think you're the dulcetist oh
2: thank (laughs) you ray
3: dulcetist (laughs) dulcetist okay is that like like jewess like dulcetess Oh I can sorry God. I can say Jewess because I'm half Jewish.
0: Okay, Mm-mm.
3: <laughs> I just wanted to like get, put that disclaimer out there. I'm not. um, Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. Excellent. Um. Well. Um. My plug. Uh. uh, My plug is gonna be I Zombie, which I recently rewatched because you know I was like I gotta get into some spoopy shit. Um. This is a show about uh, zombies. Yes, it's, it's not super spooky, but there are zombies, so that's close <laughs> enough. Uh. Yeah. So uh, I just, you know, it's a fun show. It's a, it's like a detective show, but the main character is a zombie and she eats the brains of the murder victims and gets their memories and that helps her solve the murder. Yeah. It's yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I've only ever seen a couple of episodes. Doesn't she have someone,
0: like, in the morgue who, like, cooks the brains to be more oh, palatable she, for her? She cooks her? the brains herself. Oh, does she? Yeah. <laughs> she does that's it herself. The, that's the fun nice. thing
2: in every episode. There's always, a, like, a like a two-minute montage of her making the food. <laughs> and it's just, like, so cute. And then she has to put hot sauce on it because zombies, like, they don't have taste buds. Like, great taste buds. So they have to put hot sauce on everything. <laughs> It's just it's just just a to get cute, some
0: kind of flavor
2: in there. Yeah, it's just a cute little thing. Um <laughs> I I guess so there are some things that uh get kind of topical as later seasons go on. Cute. I think by season 3 is when there's a bit of a, a pandemic going on. So uh I okay. <laughs> just just to be aware there is some stuff about that and also they might put something in vaccines. Um so warnings oh on that, God. but Ooh. the the show the show is very like light and fun most of the time. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah, some topical things. I first rewatched it in 2020, and I was like, oh that hits that hits me right now. I'm feeling mm-hmm. I'm feeling some feelings that are not great, but most of the time I do enjoy the show, and I just love Rose McIver the main the main actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's adorable. Yeah. Massive crush on her.
0: Um, <laughs> Ray, what is your plug? Okay. Uh, I was going to go for a podcast again. Mm. Um, wow. There is a show uh, by a gentleman named Kirk Hamilton, who is a musician who does strong songs. Uh, which I was like listening to recently and I was like, I do want other people to listen to this. Um, I, I find his personality and voice to be very soothing. Um, and it's sort of a music appreciation slash music theory podcast, but it's like very approachable. Um, he, he, uh, talks about one song per episode, unless he's doing, like, uh, listener questions, that sort of thing. Uh, so he'll have some other stuff, uh, mixed in there. But normally, it's, uh, an episode on one song by one artist, and he'll just go through it, like, piece by piece. Like, this is the opening of the song, here are some of the musical elements, and he might recreate the musical elements so you can hear them, like, individually. And, like, I, I just really enjoy it because, like... I really enjoy being forced to listen more intentionally and just like yeah uh music appreciation just like appreciate like what each song is doing uh I find it more fun when I know the song prior but so uh if uh, I would recommend just like checking out the podcast and seeing if you can find any songs, you know, he did like uh, September once by Earth, Wind and Fire, you cool. know, do you remember <clears throat> the 21st night of September? So <laughs> <laughs> nice. So like, I'm sure everyone knows that one, or, or at least something in there. So <laughs> I- I'd i say check it out. Sweet. That sounds super interesting. I definitely will. Thank you.
2: Very, very All cool. right.
0: I think we did it. I think that's a podcast. I, I think it could Sweet. be a podcast.
2: But yeah. Um oh oh there there's a blessing from the wild coming right now. Uh you guys have to get out of my fucking cabin so I can like go ride on this boar. Um <laughs>
0: Yeah Oh let's I, I don't I don't even know what to say to that one. <laughs> oh, well, come on, Ray. Let's let's get let's get yeah, out of here. I'm actually down. Like hundred percent. Let's fucking run. <laughs> run away, run away. <laughs> You can find this podcast socials at Of the Eldest Gods Pod on Instagram and at Of the Eldest Gods on Twitter. You can send an iris message to us through of the eldest gods Pod at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us financially, join us at patreon.com/slash of the eldest gods. By becoming a patron, you can join the Deus X Media Discord server, where you'll be able to chat with us and other listeners about episodes and anything Percy Jackson related. Our $5 Patreon tier also gets you access to Against All Odds, our monthly bonus show. There, we'll talk about a wide variety of topics, which usually have something to do with mythology. Uh, no promises. You can check out our merch store on TeePublic to find custom designs made by Charlie. Or, if you cannot or do not want to support us financially, we'd really appreciate a rating, a review, or letting your friends and followers know how much you love the podcast. That really helps. You can find me, Ray, at heyheyray, spelled R-A-Y-E, on Twitter. If you want to hear more from me, check out Barbie Movie Slap, a podcast where my co-host Ted and I discuss Barbie's cinematic universe.
2: You can follow me, Charlie, at GreenPixie12 on most platforms, but on Twitter I'm at GreenPixie123, which I'm totally not salty about. I also have an art Instagram that I sometimes use at GreenPixieDraws. I sometimes do the YouTube thing on my channel Charlie Mac, that's M-A-C-K, and I also have another podcast on the network called Fandoms Gone Wrong, where my mom and I talk about movies, TV shows, books, whatever other fandoms we enjoy. You can find that on all the major podcasting apps. Our music was written by Isabel Strauss Riggs and recorded and edited by Ian M. Riggs. You can find Izzy at Kane underscore I, that's I as in the body part, on Instagram and Twitter. She also currently makes video essays on the YouTube channel Kane I. Feel free to message her about making music for your project or editing your podcast. Of the Oldest Gods is proud to be a part of Deus Ex Media, which features great podcasts like The Restricted Section, a chapter-by-chapter Harry Potter pod with lots of spoilers all the time.
3: What's up, potheads? We're the restricted section, a raunchy, rowdy, rambling, unabashedly pro-trans rights Harry Potter book club podcast hosted by a
2: bunch of nihilistic millennial assholes who are desperately clinging to childhood fantasy as a way to escape
3: the monotony of our nine to five work culture and the inevitable extinction of the human race at our own hands. Isn't it wild that this book series was spontaneously created by the gods and has no actual author? The restricted section features a bunch of nerds with potty mouths rereading the Harry Potter series for what has to be like the third to 20th time and discussing the way the story and its themes have stayed with each and every one of us into our adulthood. We would love for you to join us every Wednesday wherever pods are cast.
2: Of the Eldest Gods is based on the
0: series by Rick Riordan. Right now, we are discussing Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Remember to follow us on your favorite podcatcher and meet us back here every Thursday.
3: Sorry, give me one second. The the Roomba's threatening to invade my space. One oh second. God.
1: <laughs> Dave X Media.